Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Thanks for listening to Ace on the House on Podcast One. What are we talking about, Stromer? Big, big, big show. We get a little help from Germany on some roofing mm-hmm. valleys. I think I he owes me good money for the suggestion uh, I gave Oh, him. heck yeah, he does. We also, we also talked about folks that just don't particularly do their jobs well that we hate. A lot of that coming up. Some roofing updates. First, there's Geico. Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal? When it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, GEICO can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance. They are all covered with GEICO. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use GEICO mobile app. And 24-7 roadside assistance, so it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote or contact a local agent. Hey, guys, Jay Cutler. Started a new podcast called Uncut with Jay Cutler. Most of you know me from the NFL. Some of you have seen me on Instagram. And some of you know me from the reality TV world. Each week, I'm taking you along with me as we discuss football, trending topics, and whatever's going on in my life each week. I'm bringing along people that are special in my life. Former teammates, friends, and some new people that I like and respect. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Podcasting? I think I'm doing this right. Can't wait to get started with you. Go subscribe now. Uncut with Jay Cutler. Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Corolla. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Digital. Master Carpenter, who's here to help you out? If you can't fix it, then let A show you how. Ace on the house. Ace on the house. Ace on the house. 
Yeah, get it on. Got to get on the choice. Get it on. Get it on. What's going on with you, Stromer? Ace on the house, man. Oh, man. I just drove uh, six hours back from Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Was there for the weekend and uh, watching, taking in a little basketball. Mm-hmm. Taking in the ultimate look of Southern California, which will, in fact, be the desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, really enjoying the fact that everything I planted is dying. So that's awesome. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, you either go with the indigenous stuff or you fight nature and yeah. time and the elements. That's right. And um, you do you go with the indigenous stuff, right? It, it's weird because people put like uh, drip lines everywhere, sort of regardless. Sure, but you really don't even need drip lines. Yeah, if it's the indigenous, you're right. I've had now probably multiple multiple properties maybe four even five yeah where like literally just go up the street to the home depot get the small cup cacti right you know it's just like it looks like a little orange right. six ounce cup yeah take these little babies you know they they stand once you get them out of the cup they stand about five inches tall maybe right, right. plant them sort of sporadically in the in the pot the potter planter in the front yeah walk away yeah there is no watering schedule. No. Nope. There's no drip line. No. Nope. There's no nothing. I mean, nobody goes out there, you know, once every two weeks during the summer with a watering pot or anything. No. Nope. And you step back, a couple of years goes by, and you got to start trimming off the cacti arms because they're hanging into the sidewalk sure. now. They just flourish. They do. They, they just they go, go crazy. Fucking berserk. And, the, you know, the sad part is the days of standing on the lawn with the Frisbee are over. Right. Like it's that was my thing. I used to love with the kids doing that stuff, right? But you you know, it's kinda go, hard to throw the frisbee on the gravel and the cactus. <laughs> you go you go I look, I'm not a fan of the front yard, you know, with yeah. the gravel and the cacti. Yeah. Sometimes some people make it work. Yeah. I'm just saying go synthetic where the lawn is yeah. and go sort of indigenous perennial wherever it's not and walk the fuck away yeah there is a new ground cover i found that is you you buy these flats right and then you cut them in like two by two square brownies upside down then flip them back over plant them about 16 inches apart where Mm -hmm. a lawn was and they'll fill in and you can mow it and if you don't mow it Flat little tiny flowers come up, so it's really mm-hmm. cool looking. It looks yeah. like a green, not a lawn, but just green. Right. I think I'm going to do that. The uh, it, once a week watering. That's it. Nothing. You know, basically what we try to do in SoCal with the planting, either by the side of the freeway or somebody's front yard, yeah. is we're essentially doing the lawn and and um, landscape version of a comb over. True. And That's what, exactly what, what it is. What we need to do is yeah. just get the fucking buzzer out and clip. And make it, cut it tight, high and tight. Yeah. Right? Yes. Just, we don't want the wind to blow and have that thing flopping. We just need Jason Statham. Yes. We're not going Jerry By Buss. the way, I saw Jason Statham once in Malibu with his, it must have been his wife. And, you know, you see that guy and you're like, he he might be packing. He could kill me right now. Oh, he's He so just bad looks like that guy. Right, so we, you want to look like Statham, or you want to look like Jerry Buss. That, that's, there you go. That, that's Doctor Jerry Buss. Doctor Jerry Buss. <laughs> we are trying to get yeah. nature to do something, and it will not cooperate. No, it will not. And look, if you want to quit your day job and right. just go full t- Mr. Miyagi, you know, twenty four seven bonsai, you, you can make it work. Yeah. But y- y- unless you got uh, Danielson over there every day waxing and waxing yeah, off, man. It, it's just not going to work. No, I so, don't have a macho in my life. I got to so, do it. So just fuck it. Go with the cacti. I think I'm going to walk, yeah, walk away. I got to walk away. And they go fucking nuts. I mean, yeah. they go from the size of this glass of water yeah. to six feet. Well, you know, you drive to Phoenix and you start. You you ever driven to Phoenix? No, I don't think I've driven. Okay, to Phoenix. so you get to like you leave Palm Springs and you're you're there's a, a ascension up a hill and then it basically goes into Mars, right? Right. And there are no gas stations for like an hour or two hours, right? Right. 
and you just see cars on the side of the road with blowouts because it's so goddamn hot. The right. th- sh- tires shred. Right. And if you blow out, a guy just apparently died trying to walk from his car to a gas station and just went down with heat stroke like within 20 minutes. If you don't have a ton of water and shade and there are no cars going by, you're basically that guy crawling well, on the sand. <laughs> it's also a Kurt Russell movie. Wait. No, Blowout was a John Travolta movie. Yeah, that was Blowout, yeah. Breakdown? Oh, Kurt Russell oh where they chase him with the tr- the guy chases him well, with the truck. What, what right? happens is, is yeah. the evil trucker shows up. Yeah, and yeah, he's he like, does. we don't have enough room for in the cab for the both of you, but we'll just take your wife to the nearest filling right. station. Yeah. Yeah, man. And we got trouble. And they put the car in the truck. Remember that? I think they put the car on the truck and Was make it, it disappear. Breakdown? Yeah, 1997. Yeah. On their cross-country drive, a married couple, Jeff by Kurt Russell and Amy Taylor, Kathleen Quinlan, yeah, man. experienced car trouble after an accident. Stranded in the New Mexico desert, the two catch a break when a passing truck driver, Red Bar, played by J.T. Walsh. That's it, J.T. He was great. Offers mm-hmm. to drive Amy to a nearby cafe to call for help. Meanwhile, Jeff is able to fix the car and making yeah. his way to the cafe, only to find his wife missing and Bar claiming ignorance. Jeff then begins a frenzied search for Amy. Frenzied. That, that could happen. And they found the property. Remember, they go to the there's warehouses and all the cars mm-hmm. are hidden. They realize it's a whole ring. It's of, a scam. Yeah, yeah man. And then Blowout. Blowout, John Carpenter? John Travolta. No, but the director. Who Was it like a horror director guy, I think? De Palma. De Palma. De Palma. De Palma. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. 1987? Yeah, man. 86? 81. 81. Early. sound effects for a slasher flick, Jack Terry, played by John Travolta, stumbles upon a real-life horror, a car careening off a bridge and into a river. Jack jumps into the water and fishes out Sally, played by Nancy Allen, from the car, but the other passenger is already dead, a governor intending to run for president. As Jack does some investigating of his tapes and stares at a perilous, or starts a perilous romance with Sally, he enters a tangled web of conspiracy that might leave him dead. Yes! Mm. Hey, I just watched Jeff Bridges in that new Hulu show, uh, old, The Old Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking amazing. Like, really? I love him. Heard it was good. He's fantastic. Yeah. And a little gal named Amy. Uh, Amy uh, Yazbek. What's her name? Amy Schumer. No, the one. Keep going. The one that was in Judging Amy. Amy Smart. Amy, nope. I don't know. Amy something. She used to be she's, a, she's she was a, a mom at my kid's school. I kept seeing her and I was and like, oh, she, that, was, she what, was great. What's her role? What's her biggest role? She plays role? the girlfriend. She was in that biggest show role. Judging Amy. Oh, jo- oh. Amy. Adam. A- nope. Shit. Gary, help me out. Amy yeah, I know who you're talking about. But with the f- squeaky voice. Yeah, but so good. Jeff Bridges is a masterful, masterful actor. Amy mm. Brennanman. That's the one. Oh, I don't remember her. Oh, uh, whatever. All right. Nice woman, though. Good. I know her personally. Series? Man, is it, is it it's, a, it's a seven-part series, I think. I'm on two, and I couldn't stop. Cinematically mm-hmm. flawless. All right. Well, we got uh, questions, and we got answers. We got it all here. You know what I'm we saying? We got emails. We got vids. We'll take some calls. Got line one over there. We'll just enlarge it. Dominic from Florida wants Candace. to comment. Oh, that's from last week. Candace, our, our teacher. Mm-hmm. Remember? My yeah. son listened to the, to the pod, uh, that episode with me, and he was like, it's so cool, man. You guys just like roast these callers. <laughs> I was like, we helped her. We help. We help people. That's we what help we do. Callers. <laughs> I roast her a little. <laughs> yeah. Dominic, thirty-nine from Florida. Hi, guy. Hi, guy. Mihal. Mihal. <laughs> what up, Ace Man Stromer? Yes, no. Gary gave the best gloss. Candace, the educator. Yes. Mm, yeah. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just to piggyback on Stromer's box, yeah. I had a special bench in sixth grade that, cause I got sent out in the hall so much. So they just put a bench out there. Oh, I would just sit congratulations. On the oh, that's nice. You know, they should have done. Yeah. yeah. So Stromer had the bad Ronald refrigerator box, yes. which went around him when he couldn't control his Correct. ADD. And as a result, math phobia. You know what I would like yeah. with the bench? Yeah. You know, if you ever go to the zoo or decent park, the yeah. bench will be donated by a couple. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A like memorial Ann bench. And Gerald Wilkins. 
and you'll be maybe. like little Dominique Wilkins. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> maybe maybe I could go back to my elementary school and buy them a bench. Buy them a, a bench. Put your it. name on it. Right. And and maybe some words of encouragement. <laughs> encouragement and inspiration. Like, yeah, hang in there and then maybe a tiny bowl where you could put some nuts. I once <laughs> like, sat hey, upon this. Hey, your teachers don't know shit. This right. bench is awesome. Yeah. I don't know if the PTA would clear that message, but how about something like a little <laughs> a more inspirational? Like, I once sat here. Yeah. Uh, I now work for um, Jet, you know, uh, SpaceX. Right. Right. As, as a as a as an engineer, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean, right? Like, and, or, and my yeah, teacher's more dead. Like, more like Beacon <laughs> Dying roofing, an alcoholic. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would sponsor those benches. I would too. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So uh, sorry, I like Dominic. that. We'll we'll take that under consideration. Yeah. Hey, so wait, um, wait, Dominic. Let me ask so, you, Dominic. Let me ask you a question. What do you do for a yeah. living? I uh, just started my own roofing company. I've been in roofing for 13 years. Right. And I took all the tests and got my license in March. Right. And so, and what happened to your teacher? She died of an al- a broken home alcoholism, correct? I mean, to be honest, Stromer, a lot of the teachers I hear from one teacher that I was buddies with that yeah. kind of took me under his wing because I was always in trouble, yeah. a lot of them have died. Yeah. You're right. Well, there you have it. See. Well, also with the bench, we can also get some corporate sponsorship. You yeah. know, Z-Best Roofing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? With the inspirational yeah. plaque yeah. down at the bottom. Right, right. Put the number yeah. on there. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Let's go. We'll put a thing on it that says, don't put coating in your valleys. There you go. Oh. Them with, oh, yeah. With, with yeah. valley metal. <laughs> Yeah, that valley should have hey, been flashed, you, right? You know, come we on. We call that flashing, right? It was a valley metal, is that what we're calling yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's valley flashing, metal flashing. It's yeah. a pretty easy, uh, I mean, the valley repair kind of sucks, but if you know what you're doing, she should, depending on how old the roof is, um, you know, she could she could probably pull that area out. It's it's probably a rusted nail that's just dripping through, and they yeah. They could easily pull some shingles back and and just uh, you know stagger some some valley metal, sixteen inch valley metal in there for her. Okay, yeah, it's good overlap. Yeah, but, man. Mm-hmm. But hey, I don't know. Um, I, I I don't want to take up the whole show here because you guys, I I love your show. But I was curious about um, Gary's uh, solution. Did he ever? Do anything with that flat roof? I know we talked about doing some tapered insulation or re-roofing or or broom sweeping and doing um, some kind of asphaltic coating. Did anything come of that? I don't know, Gary. I ended up having a few roofing companies come out to just kind of look at it, and what they showed me that I had not previously been able to see myself is that there had been several repair attempts over the years that were done very shoddily. And basically, I was I was just screwed, and I had to re-roof the flat part. Yeah, what'd you end up using? I think you did the right thing there. Uh, they it was a it's, I, I, to the best of my the knowledge, it's like the the rollout thing where they just basically ripped it all off. They replaced any of the wood that they had to, and yeah. then they did the um, the the thing where they fire it on with the oh, yeah. torch down, torch yeah. down. Yeah, gotcha. Good. Torch grade, yeah. All right, Dominic. Any other words of wisdom? Um, one more thing, uh, that drywall repair, my guy, they scored an edge around the outside and peeled it back. So there was a little perforation for the drywall repair that you, you helped me with mm-hmm. and you, you stick the tape. So, you know what I'm saying? You score it and then you peel that paper down. So there's a little perforation and you just slide, slot that tape right in there, and you don't even see the tape seam. It's incredible. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I you, don't know what he means. So he's pulling off. You score he, both sides with a blade. He's on. pulling off the top layer so that the paper of the patch can then kind of replace what you've cut out so you're seeing the raw gypsum. Mm-hmm. And then you put the paper down over that from mm-hmm. your patch piece that goes in, and then you mud it. I think oh, that's what he's talking about. I think he's talking about leaving flaps. On yeah, the flaps patch. on the patch on the yeah. one you put in, but yeah. you have to take out the paper on the yeah. solid pieces that are on the wall. Yeah, yeah. So that the the patch right. flaps replace what was so on the flush. Wall. Correct. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fucking work. Well, but the good guys good. know how to do that because it yeah. makes a huge difference. There's I no, agree. no mount. All right, digital questions, uh, Gary. Yeah, sure. We can go to a. Uh, 
a video question here if you guys like. Our first one is a video question about his new electrical panel. And this gentleman is named Jay in Austin, Texas. Yeah, Jay. Hey, Aethan Stromer. This is Jay, long time, first time. We're on the side of my house here in Austin, Texas. And we had a storm come through and take out our electrical. And so we just got this new panel and everything put in. Uh, but the uh, they left this hole here, as you can see, and kind of between and a little behind the boxes. It's like siding. Paper here and yeah. plywood. Why would someone... The hold on, Gary. This, uh, hold on. I think it's called cement board. Or that is so lame that someone would leave a hole behind the panel and then put the panel new back on over-mounted. What the hell, man? Yeah, I'm outraged I, as well. I, I'm outraged. I well, can't believe that. I'm incensed. I'm beyond... I, I'll never. I'm I, I almost want to take myself down. Out. Well, here's the thing, you know, the problem with electricians, <sighs> and this happens with trades a lot. The electricians aren't carpenters. No. And by the way, carpenters, rough carpenters, aren't finished carpenters. Right. The, the list goes on and on. That's right. So you ask these guys to do some sort of carpentry esque stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they don't repair it correctly and sometimes not at all because right. they're electricians. That's they right. know how to pull it out of the way. They, it would really take a finished carpenter or, or carpenter to come in there, finish the carpentry part, then continue with the electrical part but what gets me is that you could simply say to the homeowner hey i'm gonna take a beat you should have a guy come in and put a patch in here anyway i'm so let's continue with continue so there's a big yeah opening to the inside of the wall on the side of the house they left this hole here hardy backer kind of between and a little behind the boxes yeah paper here and plywood yeah the siding is this uh I think it's called cement board or hardy board siding. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was wondering what you'd recommend. Anything I can do to keep fill this in somehow, keep water out of there, yeah. and put anything over the top, a bead of something here, Never. maybe here to keep water from getting back there. Never a good thing. Anyway, any suggestions are appreciated. Get it on. You go first, Stromer. so so you know it's good money after bad. So here's the, here's what you got to do because you're not going to pull the panel off again unless you bring the guy out, and then that's another service call. So there isn't. So you got to get behind the panel to repair the siding. Correct. There's no version where you remove some lag bolts and pop it out. No, three inches. because all this shit is wired now, and it's going to be difficult and dangerous if you're not an electrician to do anything in the panel. Well, let me see the front of this one again, Gary. Let's see how far up that conduit goes. It, it's yeah, it's it's trouble. You yeah. got to get in behind it. You can't get it from the inside. The only thing I would say is you could you could cut a piece of uh, rect you know because it's only about a two inch width by maybe twelve inches long. It almost feels like you have to put a piece in, almost like we were talking about with the flap of the drywall. Yeah, put a piece in pre-attached flaps on the top and bottom that are like cleats. That you can then get a, a long screwdriver attachment on your screw gun and then screw into the hardy backer with the top dog ear and the bottom dog ear to hold it in place mm-hmm. and then sil- and then put a piece of flashing over the top of the panels and f- silicone the shit out of it. And it's lame, but unless you take the panel off, you got to divert water from getting inside that, and it will for sure. Like you have to make like a shade of L flashing on the top. Somehow. All right. Uh, I'll give you the the super quick and dirty is just expanding foam. Yeah. Just fucking <clears throat> take expanding foam and just push it into that opening that's two inches wide and just, and right. just like foam up that whole that whole thing. That's the $5 fix. Right. Uh, that'll probably buy you a while. Now, look, provided this is on the dog run on the side of the house where nobody sees it, you know, kind of thing. Uh, the other version. You could put a little like a makeshift awning over the two panel boxes. But then, you know, you might, after doing that, you might as well just get the electrician out to remove the stupid panels again and do it right behind the panel. 
Yeah, there's a big piece of rigid. There's rigid going down, rigid going up. <clears throat> okay, there is a version of this, Stromer, yeah. where you release the clip at the uh, conduit strap that's a foot above the box. Yeah, that's the meter. Yeah, the meter. And then you back out the clips on the three-quarter inch rigid that's going down. Yeah. And then you back the toggle bolts out that are holding it to the studs. Yeah. uh, About an inch and a half. Yeah. And then you you will be able to flex. You know, you'll be able to take a couple of one-by wedges or something and flex the thing off of the siding an inch and a half. It'll it'll you'll it'll flex forward uh, from what I'm looking. But you at. know, when you mess with D, the Department of Power meter, mm-hmm. do you think you'll get a tamper alert because that's a digital meter now? I wonder if they can tell if you move it around. I don't know. I would bet if you backed out the lags and wedged the whole thing forward an inch, yeah. you could do it. Maybe. Because um, if you could get that forward, you could. You, I see where you're going. You leave the panel and insert something behind it if that's cantilevered forward. You would have, according to my plan, yeah. you would have to back out the lags. Yeah. Wedge the thing forward. Yeah, it would put some tension on the on the box because the conduit's attached higher up the wall. Right. Uh, then you would have to back out the lags all the way and take like a custom made piece of sheet metal or something and oh, slide it. Oh yeah, slide it behind there and slide it up under the top edge of the piece of siding. So it got one an overlap. I, yeah, right. And yeah. then you'd have to drill it and put the lags back in and just suck it, suck it back maybe down. Maybe silicone the back of the metal before yeah, you put it on the... If, if you, you kind of so... did it right, if you could get it to tuck, just overlap just an eighth of an inch at the top and let it hang down past the box two inches and then suck the boxes back down to it. Well, why couldn't we put some know. patches of the hardy side? I was thinking of it, but you'd have to pull out a pretty long strip yeah, of it. It'd right. be hard to get it worked yeah. back in there. Uh, you could take the sheet metal and color match paint it to the, to the side of the house, you know. Can we have sheet metal behind a box? I that's get. A good, I, that's a good question. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think you could. I yeah. think you could. Yeah. Uh, I want. I want the electrician to come back and remove it, and then have a guy put new siding. I do too. In. And if you're going to do the sheet metal thing, when you pull the lags out before you put them back, put a bunch of silicone on, on the, the back of the sheet metal, uh, or or on the threads of the right, lag when right. you when you screw it back. All right. Let me tell you about Indeed. Yeah. Yes. You've looked at your business and uh, you're thinking about hiring and. Uh, Maybe there's something you're missing, right? Like uh, you, uh, you need to know. You know it could be better. You know it could be faster. You know it could be more efficient. Well, that's Indeed. You need Indeed, the hiring platform, to attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites. Indeed has time-saving tools that uh, instantly match uh, assessments and virtual interviews as well. Uh, with virtual interviews, you can message, schedule, and interview top talent seamlessly all in one place. No need to install anything extra. It works from your browser. Indeed's reliability assessment predicts candidates' punctuality and work attendance. It is Indeed, right, Gary? That's right. Sign up for Indeed now and get a $75 credit towards your first sponsored job, plus earn up to extra $500 in sponsored job credits with Indeed's virtual interviews. Visit Indeed.com slash ACE to learn more. Claim your credits at Indeed.com slash ACE. Indeed.com slash ACE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Adam from Germany. Yeah, Germany. Is this our... This is our... So- our Mijo? German. Mijo? Our cabinet That's maker? a cabinet guy, right? Mijo. 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 I'm the cabinet dude. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. What's up, boys? Hey, man. Hi, sir. What's going on? Here, so uh, I used whatever that Italian stuff was on the walls. I called y'all a couple weeks ago. And y'all oh, yeah, back like the Venetian, uh, Venetian, oh, the Venetian plaster. plaster. Yeah. How'd it go? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I can't remember. I couldn't remember the name of what y'all called it, but I found something similar. I found the one English speaking uh, uh, spackle guy in uh, Germany, and he was able to help me out and got some similar. And the walls are looking good. Yeah, don't call him a I'm spackle guy. OSB onto a concrete floor. Ooh, you want to glue OSB onto a concrete floor? Is it? I, is, I need it for a workshop. I'm going to be doing a lot of work with hand tools. I want to do, you know parquet boat uh, flooring or, you know, solid wood floor, but I do want a wood flooring down there. I can tell you um, that, I can tell you that, uh, it, uh, any hardwood product on slabs are always impacted regardless of the adhesive you use, uh, and stuff will pop and move and change because of the moisture that's constant in a concrete slab. Well, he's talking about OSB. I know, but even that, once yeah. it's it's secured, it, moisture does come through uh, the, the vapor barrier, which is the adhesive, which is really expensive, but also doesn't work great over the long haul. I would almost rather you do an engineered floor that you just lay in over the cement. Is it your basement? It's a, and it's also in the basement, and it's it's wet here. Yeah, I would yeah. I wouldn't do it. So you want to make a workshop you in so your base? Gonna... You want to make a workshop yeah. in your basement? I'm I'm on it. You're on it. I, I, well, I've got yeah, I do. I've got my I've got my small little table saw down there and a small little yeah, uh, okay. So you, you just want something to stand joiner. on. That's it. I would go with those dovetail joint rubber. Standing pads, yeah, like a gym Ooh. floor. Yeah, those are really good. Impervious good to whatever. Throw it all down. Like, yeah, they have. I don't know. They're two foot by two foot, but maybe they're metric. Maybe they're twenty two and a quarter by. And they got the and little, and looks like a jigsaw puzzle the way they fit together. Yeah, it's a, like a dovetail. Yeah, type right, thing. Right. You, you put them down. I love this idea. First off, it gives you something to stand on. Yeah, it's got a little give. Yes, it does. Good. It'll insulate and give you almost some you know protection from moisture. Yeah, and uh, who cares? if a little moisture comes through that's right and if one tile goes south pop it out replace it you yeah. know what i mean love it what are your thoughts about having a joiner though sitting on top of it fine oh, you could oh. put plywood on top of it yeah like a just... like a freestanding kind of joiner yeah, yeah. I've, got a, I've got a small joiner planer combo yeah i'm with stromer i i would cut out a piece of ply just because I'm me, I'd probably throw a router on the edge just yeah. to give it a decent chamfer or something. Yeah. Let it hang out an extra three yeah, inches yeah. past yeah, the yeah, feet, yeah. you know, each it direction. It looks like it was purposeful. Yeah, just set it, you know, maybe prime it up and just set it on top, set yeah. the four legs on top of that. Yeah. Y'all think I could do construction heaters? So, because I've also got a small lathe too, and that's, you know, that's got to be dead and that's on plumb, or excuse me, level. And uh,. You, uh, you mean you're going to level? Le- yeah. So I'm worried constru- about vibrations and the movement on this rubber. I love the idea, though. Well, well, why don't you throw? Why don't you shoot some screws through the rubber into the cement slab and just with a wa- up some a washer on a screw and or a nail and just go right through the mat? Screw. Yeah. But yeah, you could suck it down with um, like blue screws, right? Right. A uh, Titan bolt, yeah. something like that. Put a big washer on it suck it down, uh-huh. com- compress, you know, the five-eighths or the three-quarter stuff down to three-sixteenths right. or something to suck it down. And that, then she that, won't move ever. It would almost be like one of those dampening, you know, donuts. Or you, know, you know what you'll say to movement, don't you? Hmm. Alveter's name. <laughs> yeah, I think you could... I think you could do that. Now, as far as the leveling part, I... I would get the plywood sucked down on top of the. Uh, you could, you know, what you yeah. could do is put the plywood into, you know, cut around with the rubber mat. I was kind of, I was just, just set it down. It. It'll be closer in height. It won't be a big as big a difference. Yeah, um, you'd have to use some wedges or something to make sure the plywood was plumb, like you said, for yeah. the lathe and, and blah blah blah. But. Do not go with OSB. Yeah, I already poured self-leveling concrete on the floor. There was old tile down there instead of busting up all the old uh, tile mortar. 
Just go. Right? I mean, I cleaned it up really well. Just and then go. Do, on co- do not go with OSB. Just go get that uh, gym floor gym stuff. Floor. And they sell those used. I bought a bunch of those used from a gym that went out of business for like a buck a mat. Yeah, that's easy. It's all over yeah, the internet. Yeah. All right. Hey, considering a backyard makeover, wish you had room for a pool. We'll get a Michael Phelps swim spa by Master Spas. Combines the benefits of a pool with the therapy of a hot tub, has a water current so you can swim, do aquatic exercises, and have fun with the kids. Comes in a variety of sizes to complement almost any yard, even a small backyard. Now, since it's heated, you can use it year-round in any climate. It's 100% made in the USA by Master Spas, the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. You'll love your Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Gary. The best part about these things is that you can use them as both a hot tub and resistant swimming device. Go to masterspas.com. Put in the promo code ACE, that's A-C-E, to save $1,000 on a Michael Phelps Swim Spa or $500 on a Master Spas hot tub. That's masterspas.com. Promo code ACE, that's A-C-E. All right, take a quick break. Back with more questions right after this. All right, we are back. We got uh, phone lines. We're, we you know, we're, you realize that this is an inter... Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. National show. Yes. It's heard around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what could be better? We have an email question here that I think we'll do next, guys. It's a bit long, but bear with me. Ace Strummer, big fan of the show, looking to put some laminate flooring in real soon. Slab on grade. I'm pretty handy, so I'm sure it won't be that big of a deal. I work in the trades. Your dream job for Sonny. I'm an AV home automation <laughs> guy. And yes, Ooh. within a few years, everyone will need an AV guy on retainer to navigate their home. One of my favorite things to do when I walk into these multi-million dollar homes is to pick apart the lack of detail and the outright laziness from all the other trades. It's pretty pathetic. Found some flooring at Costco with the underlayment attached to the flooring. Any thoughts on attached underlayments? Like, like you, I hate quarter rounds, so I'm removing my baseboards and reinstalling them after the floor goes in. I'm removing carpet in all common areas, leaving the existing carpet in the bedrooms. I have a few concerns about transitions and flooring orientation. All bedrooms touch the common hallway. How is the transition in the first picture attached? Is this just is this just tackless strip, or is there something else holding the carpet in place? Second transition I'm worried about is where the wood flooring meets the tub. It's got carpet meeting tile. Right. And it's on a slab, and yes, it's tackless strip yes, it where is. the tile where the carpet gets pulled to the edge of the tile. They have tackless strip with little mini concrete nails. You ever use those, Stromer? Oh boy, do I ever! I've removed probably four hundred miles of it with a flat shovel to get a slab clean. The thing about the concrete nail. It either pops or, or it doesn't. doesn't. And when it doesn't, it sucks. It's just fucking there, <laughs> yeah. and you can break up all the wood around it, yeah. or you hit it, and it just three of them pop That's off right. all at once. I know. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. All right, so the end of his question. Do I yeah. just use a transition piece for this? Lastly, the hallway makes a 90-degree turn. Should the flooring also make a 90-degree turn, or do I keep the orientation the same direction? I've attached a pick for a visual. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Fab in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, and, uh, no 90 degree, no. I, I don't think, for the turn no. on the flooring. I just keep it all running the same direction. Yep, like if you're doing a deck, that's how you do it, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, it'll, it'll, the, the seam will be more noticeable than the shorts that yeah. come up the hallway. Uh, the transition, um, 
you probably don't need, but if you do need one, they they make one for every application right. now. They literally, yeah, just there's nothing metal you can't, wood. You know, there's a yeah, million options. Like weird rubber right. stuff that's right. glued down. I mean, it's just there's just no trans that they don't make. No right. transition they don't right. make. So you may need one. You may not need one. I can't tell this far out, but. If you do need one, you shall find one. That's exactly right. Right. They're, they're available at every big box store or specifically flooring stores has every possibility. Yeah. And you can go online and look at, look at everything. And, yeah. and they'll, they'll do the profile. Like, right. oh, the vinyl's going into the hardwood, right. you know, and there's a three-eighths difference, yep. you know, and, yeah. and all that You either stuff. want to match one flooring surface, you know, like if it's going from – from a wood floor to tile, you probably would do a wood transition. If it's going carpet to tile, you might want to do a metal transition. Mm-hmm. You know, right. generally there's it's like you're picking one surface or one that's totally neutral. All right, we got one more email. We'll give it a try, right, Gary? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Let's uh, let me throw this photo up here for you guys. This one comes from. Chris. My name is Chris from Burlington, Ontario, Canada. So I was doing our kitchen and I was planning on installing the cabinets myself. My basement flooded and had to, had to tend to that, so my wife hired a contractor to come install the cabinets. Needless to say, none of the uppers are straight, and there is a large gap that grows above the cabinets. Apparently, it is because the roof isn't straight, he said. Oh, none of God. the handles are straight either. Is there a trick to fix them without drilling new holes? I have adjusted all the doors to try and hide the gap a bit. It grows from three-eighths to three-quarters. Just wondering if you guys had any ideas, or am I stuck with taking down all the de- the decorative pieces and all the cabinets and reinstalling them adam come to a show in ontario canada chris i i just right. i'm so i it's so embarrassing that people will walk away from this bullshit mm-hmm. and feel like they deserve to walk away without mm-hmm. being strangled by people zoom hands. in on those uppers if you would gary i'm trying to think if they put some oh, okay so oh, okay good oh, boy all right, so the so doors the soffit, go he claims up to the, the soffit. He claims the soffit well, he's is saying, out. Yeah, they're saying roof, yeah. you know, but he means soffit. So the the doors, which are full overlay, yeah. are going all the way to the soffit. Okay, let's see. So this was an accident in the making. Right. And because the soffit is just never going to be dead on. No. It's just not. And you have to put the cabinets level and, you know, you put a – the way you do it is go to the lowest point on the soffit, then drop down and put a – probably a temp screw, a ledger to the wall and mount the cabinets. But obviously it's tight on the left and when you get to the right, there's, you know, five-eighths of an inch and it's a bad shadow line and – and blah, blah, blah. So this was inherently flawed. So right. the only way to do this uh, before now would have been to go with a door that was a, a flush mount, inset, whatever type door, maybe even a half overlay door. So you had door, some whatever. reveal to mess with. Now you, now you would have some face frame at right, the top. Right. And then you would take some scribe molding. Right. And you would make this stuff go away. By taking your thin little scribe molding. Yeah. Uh, because the doors are going all the way up, there is no scribe molding option, which puts us in a bad place. Um, too big for caulking. Uh, I'm trying to create. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a world. The only world that I've done in this scenario is I'll make a, a a right. I'll take two pieces of finish, you know, birch, whatever the material your cabinet is, and do just a a right angle length that goes the the distance of the cabinets on the top around and then around the corner again, so that you're installing you're screwing the plywood up into the ceiling of the soffit, and that piece of face frame comes down you're making face frame essentially mm-hmm. and then you can rip that stuff down and uh, compensate for your angle and that's not as noticeable right yeah. so you're boxing in a new uh, like a, a sub soffit under the existing soffit to then take up and make up for that three-quarter inch difference from point a to point b 
And that's a car, that's a cabinet maker job, right? Somebody you got to kind of know what you're doing. He doesn't want to take the cabinets off and drop them down. Yeah. So he said, right, Gary? Um, how about how about flat? Just take. Oh man, I wonder if you could get the hinges out further. And then no, that won't work. Either. We're up against a soffit in a in a hard place here. I think caulking. <laughs> I really do. I don't know what else to do because, like, what else are you going to really – you only have to caulk the return on the cabinet on the right into the corner, and that's the worst offender. Yeah. I, okay. First things first. You could do molding, face molding on the side of the box on the right because mm-hmm. that's the visual component where you walk in and the, see it. The box on the right next to the sink window, yeah. you could go with a flat scribe. Right. That would make the big noticeable shadow Correct. go away. Just a surface mount. Same material as the cabinet, whatever it is. Hopefully, or you know, scribe. Right. Yes. Okay, that that you could do. Right. That that would and that would die at the edge of, you know, the the door, right? That would help. The yeah. one door on the right of the microwave looks like it could go up, but I'll take his word for it that he tried to, you know, there's, my head goes to, why not see if we can drop the, the other side. three doors yeah. to get the same three-eighths reveal all the way around? Right. That, that would be satisfactory to me. The problem is, is two of them are on top of the microwave. You have and, to lower the microwave. Or you could, if you had a good table saw, shave uh, a quarter off the bottom rail. It's a little... Yeah, it's too much work. A little cattywampus. I would try to lower the other doors to match the other reveal. And I would put a piece of scribe molding on the right side of the one cabinet. And after that, I... I think I would just walk away. You know what else I, you could do is you could take a piece of fl- almost like a yardstick and put it in first along the top of the cabinet and use that as backing to temporarily caulk one pass mm-hmm. on the face of the of the cabinet, right? And then snap that yardstick off, put your flat molding, and then do one more layer of caulking, and that's a, as good as you're going to get. At least you won't see a shadow line. You know what I mean? Because you're, yeah. you're just trying to get backing to hold like a three quarters of an inch of caulking. What else can you do with this situation? You know, if we didn't turn the corner, I would probably <sighs> focus on the soffit. I'd take a new piece of, of corner bead, lower it down, and just remud it. Oh, uh, you yeah, know what I mean? You could but do then we turn the corner. There, yeah, it, it's it's a tough it's one. A, it's it's one of those things where. If you have the artistry of a caulking guy who's good, it could work. But if it you're could just help. if you're doing shitty job caulking, it's going to look off. Caulking, scribe molding, the cabinet choice was the wrong choice yeah. for the uppers. Yeah. The full overlay. Because if door. you had some room at the top, you could have done anything with trim, and it would have been fine. Yeah, or you know, the way to do it would have been. In this application, if you wanted to do this right, yeah, you would pop the cabinets and redo the soffit. You don't have to blow it out. Just yeah. literally put a new piece of corner bead, right. bring the corner bead level yeah. on the low side, you know, all the way across, yeah. turn the corner. Yeah. Turn back. around. Right Heaven now and then I'll fall apart. apart. You, don't know, you don't know the lyrics of the songs that you bring up, Stromer. But I know you do, and I can see the passion that's coming through your fire eyes. Full overlay doors going all the way to the soffit. That's yeah. a recipe for disaster. Right. All right. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what isn't. Blinds galore. Yes. They're having their huge 4th of July sale. Starts next week, up to 50% off all custom blinds, shades, and shutters. One of their biggest sales of the year. And uh, you hurry over to blindsgalore.com. Do it today, and you can order free samples before the sale starts June 29th. Blinds, shades, shutters, drapes, everything. 100% custom window treatments built to your exact measurements down to every exact little detail. I use these guys. They are the best. 
and it's getting hot up there, baby. We need to keep the sun out. And uh, they'll fit perfectly and look like they belong in your home. I have them in the studio. I have them in my home. I have them everywhere. They even offer free shipping and will send you up to 15 free samples right to your door. Am I right, Gary? That's right. BlindsGalore.com makes it easy to get the designer blinds and shades you've always wanted without the designer price tag, especially during their big 4th of July sale when you get up to 50% off everything. Go check out BlindsGalore.com today and let them know we sent you. That's BlindsGalore.com. Speaking of that, hmm. how, how the heck did, they, did Ian Fleming get away with naming that character Pussy? galore and everyone was okay with that. You're thinking of Ian Zuring. It's <laughs> no, Ian no, Fleming. No, Ian Fleming. That's right. Ian Fleming. Right? Yeah. Pussy galore. What That was her name. He must have been <laughs> fucking around. Like he, must have, he must have had a steno pad out. He's like, yeah. let's see. Kuzi McVolta. Mm. No. What do we got here? Yeah. <laughs> Probably a lot like scratched out other pussy yeah, yeah, related right, stuff. Right, yeah. Virginia vagina. Yeah, exactly. Virginia vagina. Okay. Let me go in the writer's room. Fatty McPussins. Vanessa Volva. All right, we've come to the end of our, uh, of our contracting of our ability talk. to continue. Tonight, June 25th, Denver Comedy. Yeah, um, yeah, Denver. Comedy Works South. Come on out, say hi. Sonny going to be... Uh, He's making hand over fist money. Making that he? merch, working Damn. that merch table. Go to amcrow.com for all the live shows, and you can pre-order my new book. Everything reminds me of something. That'll be out July 19th. Until next time, Adam Kroll for Eric Stromer. Say it. Mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. This is Corolla Digital. Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal? When it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, Geico can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance. They are all covered with GEICO. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-7 roadside assistance. So it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote, or contact a local agent. All this month, stream the funniest films for free on Pluto TV. Watch comedy classics like Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, and Mean Girls. Or drop in for a Tyler Perry marathon with a Medea family funeral and Medea's witness protection. Pluto TV also has hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and TV shows like Get Shorty, Be Cool, Key and Peel, Comedy and Color, and more. And no contracts, no subscriptions, no fees, no joke. So download the Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device and start laughing today. Pluto TV, drop in, watch free.